Well, let's go ahead and get things rolling. Oh, yeah. Everybody's off the throw. Do it now. Yeah, let's be more professional. Yeah. Everybody get those lungs all hacked up, and here we go. <laughs> you can send us an email at the TSF at the Hey, everybody, that is right. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of the wait. March 29th. It's not March 29th. It's April. <laughs> April the 5th. First, April Fools. <laughs> that means I got to go back and find my right notes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll read all my last week's stuff. <laughs> uh, we can't have that. It has the right uh, the right date on the file. Just the wrong, the wrong date inside. False start. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right, everybody. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. This is uh, the week of April the 5th, 2022. Uh, season 2, show 23, episode 75. That sounds right. Road 75. Yeah, we're, we're almost <laughs> as old as Joe Biden. We're, we're as old as, I think, uh, Hillary Clinton or somebody like that. I don't know. Um, uh, two blind brothers. And a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and your other hosts here are Terry <sighs> and Jill. Terry the Sleepy Mass and Jill the Perky Princess Fairy, or something. Perky, I'm awake. I got coffee. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hey, we'd like to open up with a little bit of what's new. It could be a classic family story. Does anyone have a question? It could be something new, reading, watching, doing. And uh, anybody have anything that's happened lately? Well, I'll yeah. tell an update on my broken leg. Tomorrow I get this rotten cast off. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I've been counting down the days. Every two weeks I go, it will be off tomorrow at 3.30. Yay. And then you can itch your entire leg. Yeah, wash it. <laughs> Deep pleasure. Oh, uh, itching. Uh. And but I'll have a boot on, and Get I don't think that. it'll be a cowboy boot. I think it'll be a oh, man. Put some spurs <laughs> on it to go jingle, jangle, jingle. Won't be a work boot. Won't be a cowboy boot. Won't be a galoshes or no hiking boots. Hiking boots. Hiking boots. Tennis shoes. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I should be able to put weight on it, hobble around a little better. It's really hard to walk when you can't move your ankle up and down to walk. Yeah, I know. We're we're just a we're just a itty bitty podcast. But I was looking, that, you know, uh, since we started our podcast, we you know, we we don't have a very big listening audience, but we've had one thousand nine hundred and eighty-one listeners since we've started. No downloads, downloads, and then. The stats is the, last week we had 152. People. Wow. Yeah. Welcome, all you listeners. I think somebody <laughs> must have heard about us. You know, you know what it is? That when we left that, that review on, on Andrew Clavin's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can let's, do it, let's do it again. Let's, 
do another show. All, all of us, 25,000 people saw that. I will check out that show. <laughs> yeah, could be. <laughs> or, or it was because I, I told AT&T when I was talking to them on the phone or something, they said, I'm going to check out the show. My, I, my boyfriend, we're going to check it out. And they pass it around. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they put it on their whole music. I think I saw that thing that thing you left on that show. <laughs> Hey, if you're one of those new listeners, leave us an email and tell us how you found out about it. Is it because of leaving a review on Andrew Clavin's podcast? Or is it because of having an AT&T person tell you about us? Yeah, give us a rating. Give us a thumbs up or something there in the comments. Yeah, leave us a little bit of feedback. If you leave a rating on like iTunes, I don't really check that much because I don't really have a good way to do that. So if you do, just shoot me an email really quick and, and tell me you did it, and I'll go have a look at it and see what's there. But uh, I don't think I really have anything to update. You don't? No. <laughs> but you had a big, big thing happen. No, no I did it. <laughs> That's lots of zeros in the last no, week. No. What? You went to lots of zeros in the last week. No, well, I'm I was hoping you would say that instead of the other thing that you heard me say on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, he told me that you were talking to him on the phone one were, day and something happened. Were out, you and I were on the phone. I had to call David to help me find a, a oh, mean pillbox. Pillbox uh, in the toilet? I, well, <laughs> I was going to say I dropped it. I wasn't going to say where. <laughs> and you took no. your pills out? You took your pills out and took I, them? <laughs> yeah, I deny everything. I didn't do it. It wasn't my fault I clogged the toilet. I wore my wooden shoes in there. I, I told him, I said, it's like you losing your tooth and swallowing it. Now he's got <laughs> a pill bottle oh, or pill. It, it's been clogging the toilet. Oh, he clown. And he gets it out and he reuses it. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the thing is, with all the clogging and plunging, the toilet regurgitated it. And so my wife plucked it out and she washed it. But I don't know which one it is. So it's like playing Russian roulette. Is this the one? I hope it's not the one. It doesn't smell like it's the one. Uh, Russian roulette pills. Run it through the dishwasher. But, uh, they don't got a dishwasher. She didn't say if the pills were still in it or not. Um, I'm going to guess they dissolved, but I, I really hope they dissolved. <laughs> yeah, these pills taste extra horrible today. Ugh. <laughs> Is this an antibiotic or is this a sewer pill? <laughs> Usually these pills taste like crap, but today they really taste like crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't have none of that happen to me. No, I deny it all. <laughs> that sounds funny, Grandpa. <laughs> that sounds funny, Grandpa. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, Terry, I did get a a check in my bank account since the last time we podcasted. Finally, I was we were anticipating it. We knew it was coming, and so we decided to, we decided to spend it all and blow it on candy. You know? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> That's an awful lot of candy. Oh, speaking of that, when we got the initial back pay. Uh, and, and of course, it relieved a lot of financial stress because we had some major bills that we been pushing back and pushing back to the breaking point. We got all that settled up. Uh, but w- of course, we were teasing my one grandson because that one 
thing I had told you about a few weeks ago where he was all upset because we're out of money. We can't buy any more snacks. We told him if I get my money, we don't have any for snacks. <laughs> so over the weekend, he was like, Grandma, I've been praying. I've been praying that Grandpa gets more money. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? So we can get some snacks. <laughs> Tell him, little boy, you need to get a job. <laughs> Go mow grass. Go pick up leaves or rake leaves. No, what what it was is <laughs> we've been looking at a house. We've been interested in getting it. He, what he really wanted was he was praying that we can get more money so we'd have enough to buy this house because he he fell in love with it at first sight. And his sister, five years old, we drove past it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and between her and her big sister, they looked at some online photos and they're like, I want that room right there. They already got the room picked out. <laughs> well, that's good. The, there, there is some other news. I guess I forgot about that. But. Yeah. Anyway. Amen, brother. Amen. Let's have short holidays. Yeah, let's go ahead and do our holidays and get things let's going. Short. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays. One per day. I don't know uh, how short they'll be, but they will my, be. My Alexa <laughs> only does one a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, we like to uh, go from Tuesday to Tuesday because that's when we record normally. Uh, just a recap on April 5th, we talked about last week. Uh, today is first contact day which i still don't know what that means it's national caramel day national deep dish pizza day um yeah national flash drive day Ooh, i ordered some stuff from amazon and one of them was the flash drive it, sh- it should be here today <laughs> hey <laughs> it, 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 it's it's a blessed sign from heaven <laughs> anyway uh, it is King Me Festival. I guess that's about checkers. Although maybe it's about Game of Thrones. Who knows? It is Read a Roadmap Day. So whip out those paper maps and try to fold them back up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how can I face these people? It is National Student Employment Week. And I have a student around here who I wish would become employed. But <laughs> don't do it. Uh, it is National Wildlife Week, which I have a joke about that. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. Maybe I'll say it later. Maybe I won't. Oh, don't be so noble. Uh, April 6th, Wednesday, National Walking Day. Get out there and go for a walk. Plan your epitaph day. An epitaph is what you put on your tombstone, so... Whenever you die, what do you want it to say? No, oh, what do you want on your tombstone pizza? <laughs> well, come to I, the I, ice cream emporium. I know a joke about a guy who, on his epitaph, he he told his wife to to have it say that he's buried uh, face down, so the world could come by and kiss his bottom. Um. But the lady, when she went to go visit him, she would use that part of his body for parking her bike. 
You just cram her wheel up there in that crack when she goes with it. Keep her bike up straight. Anyway, it's, it's New Beers Eve. I guess you drink beer. <laughs> New Beers mm-hmm. Eve. I guess tomorrow's beer day. I don't know. Uh, not National Siamese Cat Day. We are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> Which is supposed to be a very racial song, and you should not be singing that. Ah, Disney. It is National Tartan Day, which I think is a Scottish thing. That's, that's what they call the plaid design on their kilts and stuff. I'm not Dolly Parton. <laughs> no, Tartan, T-A-R-T. Tartan, oh, May, it's maybe Martin. it's like Tarzan, only he kind of has a list. I'm, I'm <laughs> Tartan of the juggle. Anyway, no. Uh, it is National Student Athlete Day. So if you're a student athlete, celebrate. It's your day. And if you're not, it's National Sorry Charlie Day. (laughs) Sorry, Charlie. It's the day of hope. So if you still have hope if you're not a student athlete. Now, why didn't I think of that? Moving on, April 7th, Thursday. Here we go. National Alcohol Screening Day. So I guess that's why the day before was New Beers Eve, because today you can drink a bunch of alcohol so you can be screened the next day. (laughs) You have all kinds of blood alcohol content dissipating in there. National Beer Day. See, I knew it had to be National Beer Day if you had a beer eve. Uh, But you know what? It's National Burrito Day. I like that one better. Yeah. Keep the beer day. Yuck. It is National Girl Me today i do not know what that means girl does that mean me. you're transition special interest <laughs> um, girl me it's appreciation of women i guess national girl me it sounds like bad grammar to me but anyway uh national no housework day Woo, there's a woman's holiday yeah it's world health day Ah, what's this all about? Uh, moving on, April 8th, National Zoo Lovers Day. Yeah, I had wildlife day. Now let's go to the zoo and see some wildlife. It is National Empanada Day, which is a kind of a little meat pie. Um, it is... Well, I can't. I can't tell you. Because, you know why? It's the National Day of Silence. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I broke my silence on that one. Dang it! Oh, now wait a minute. Uh, April nine, Saturday. Oh, are we moving fast enough for you, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> I was well, sleeping. He, right? he was asleep. What? Hmm? <laughs> uh, it is uh, Saturday. Is National Cherish and Antique Day. Uh. I hope somebody <laughs> loves me. It is ooh National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. Mm. I might have. I to like to, food holidays. <laughs> go to the Chinese restaurant and order nothing but Chinese almond cookies, and then maybe have some General Tso's for dessert. It is National Name Yourself Day. Yeah, so I guess you, if you don't like your name, you can change it and give yourself. Huh? Someone's playing music. Yeah. Well. Plug um, on their phone to my computer. It's also <laughs> National Unicorn Day. 
Oh yeah, those those real animals. So all you unicorns out there, <laughs> the next unicorn you see, make sure you tell them it's their day. <laughs> oh, yeah, good luck on that one. There is no such thing. Yeah, but but you know, if there was, they would be farting rainbows. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I read a book and it said that the unicorn is the Ireland Irish. You know how ours country uh mascot or whatever is eagle mm -hmm. their national mascot is a unicorn ah. <laughs> when they see the little people in pots of gold the leprechauns and the unicorns all the real life stuff is that where they came from rainbows and pooping out skittles yeah is that where they came from for real it was ireland because i don't remember the title so i don't want to say it but now how can you say that uh moving on april 10 sunday uh, National Cinnamon Crescent Day. Mm, mm. Crescent. Mm. National Encourage a Young Rider Day. Yeah. So if we know any young riders out there. National Farm Animals Day. E-I-E-I-O. Mm. <laughs> wow. Let's sing that farmer uh, uh, Old McDonald song. Yeah. Uh, National Hug Your Dog Day. Oh, come here, puppy. <laughs> they call your feet dog, so I'm going to hug my feet. Uh, let's see. National Siblings Day. Woo! What day is that? Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. We have to Sunday. get together and have a big sibling reunion, huh? Yeah. Party at, at Terry's house. We can all go to Cone Bar for dessert. There you go. Home <laughs> <laughs> Sunday is this Sunday on the 10th. Which is the oh. Sunday before Easter. Now, boys, run to the kitchen and play with the meat cleaver until lunch is ready. Uh, National Public Safety Telecommunications Week. So all week long will be Telecommunications Safety Week. How do you be safe while you're telecommunicating? Safe on your phone? <laughs> be, have safe, safe phone sex out there, people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> telecommunications Safety, whatever the heck that is. Don't don't drop your phone in the toilet. There we go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It is Holy right. Week because of you know Holy Week Easter. Uh, National Dog Bite Prevention Week. You know you wouldn't have that if you would hug your dog on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's Animal true. Care and Control Appreciation Week. Now that's downright silly. How could she do that? Uh, finally, here April 11, Monday, uh, Education and Sharing Day, National Barbershop Quartet Day. Everybody, harmonize, harmonize. <laughs> yeah. uh, National Cheese Fondue Day. Mm, dip some nachos. And for all you old people out there, it's National 8-Track Tape Day. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> National Pet day national submarine day and coming full circle for a heads up for next week nothing he said it had everything humor pathos sleeping sickness april the 12th tuesday it, international be kind to lawyers day oh no uh, not them <laughs> Yeah, the only way you, no the, lawyer jokes that day. <laughs> no lawyer jokes, and the only real way to be kind to a lawyer is paying money, I guess. Ah, so, uh. <laughs> I don't know. Be kind to them if you know one. 
it is National Big Wind Day. Speaking <laughs> of, of lawyers, <laughs> they're full of hot air. <laughs> it is uh, National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Oh, there's a day everybody can get behind. Yeah. They should also make that National Tomato Soup Day. Right. It is National Library Workers Day. So love your librarian. National Licorice Day. Ooh, and like that licorice. rounds out the week. This is not at all. I'm sure my father won't have any objections. Yeah. I like red licorice, not black licorice. I like all kinds of licorice. Red stuff, black stuff. Some of the flavor stuff, I, I don't know. Maybe it depends on the flavor, but you know, I like red and black. Yeah, they do make different flavors anymore. We found one time, I think it was a Dollar General, they had Dr. Pepper flavored licorice. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Yep, and also April 12th is the day where you get a close on that house we mentioned a moment ago. Well, edible, edible underwear made out of licorice. Huh. Yeah, it's basically a big fruit roll-up. <laughs> with, with tie strings on it hmm. beyond <laughs> that day we get a close on our house in the morning we have a contractor coming in in the afternoon we probably won't be able to move into it right away but by the end of the month maybe possibly well that's good i said i know our our grandkids are just chomping at the bit uh-oh what are they you just, gonna do with church house studios we'll we'll keep it we we don't owe anything on it Oh. Uh, we'll probably do a little bit of fixing up because the roof needs it really badly. Uh, but we've been talking about uh, turning it into a meeting hall, civic center, maybe even uh, having a church come back into you it could, or something. You could put a trampoline in, in the sanctuary part and you could jump on it and change the light bulbs. There we go. <laughs> we need that. Or, or, or put up multiple trampolines like like they have these things where a you bounce, bounce off the walls and bounce out of the corner. Indoor bounce, bounce house, yeah. <laughs> now that sounds funny. Because, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were in Tennessee. Uh, my granddaughter lives down there. My son took her to one of these places. They got trampolines on the floor and you can bounce and bounce off the wall and then bounce on the floor and then bounce off the ceiling. Yeah, they have them the everywhere, these bounce places. Yeah. She was There's one in Edwardsville. That. Now, of course, you'd have to put cages around the windows so kids wouldn't bounce through the window. <laughs> <laughs> they fall on the ground outside. <laughs> oh, but you put tramp- trampolines outside. There we go. And they, uh, Indoor and outdoor, yeah. Avon calling. Avon presents delightful, delectable lipstick deluxe. The lipstick that has everything. It's so good looking with its lustrous silvery cap and golden base and this beautiful jewel-like applique on top. But beauty is as beauty does, and the Lipstick Deluxe is everything you've ever wished for. It feels so comfortable, light as sheer silk against your skin. Glows on your lips, always feels creamy, and how beautifully the new Avon Lipstick clings. It keeps its clean, clear outline, lasts for hours and hours, too. That's the outside and the inside story of Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe. Select your favorite colors from a rainbow range of shades. Your Avon representative will be calling soon to show you Avon's new Lipstick Deluxe and other makeup news. Do welcome her. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. 
If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Anyway, enough of that silliness. Uh, it's time yes. for news. Oh, man. I got a story. On Interstate 65 in Kentucky, a truck spills a load of beer. <laughs> oh, well, truckers are beer always day. spilling something. Bud Light Platinum. Cases of, cases of bottles of beer. All over the highway. And so now they got Jack Daniels and beer all over the place. <laughs> yeah, where's the soda for and chasers? I guess the beer would be. Well, there was, where was it? California or somewhere? Somebody, they spilled a bunch of milk and toilet paper. And <laughs> yeah. Lots of times you have a story about trucks and spilling the, something. And they crazy. spilled a honey on it all over the street one time. And the yeah. drivers was not injured. <laughs> that happened around Louisville, Kentucky. Well, that was, that's, Hopefully he that wasn't was sampling the goods before he had to wreck and stuff. I, I was thinking, I said Kentucky, and I was thinking, well, then I got confused with you know, the Jack Daniels in Tennessee I did before. But I was, anyway. Well, that still could be pretty close. Yeah. But then, you know, I didn't think that I think I haven't drank beer. Isn't that I think Budweiser Bud Platinum is non alcoholic? I think I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. What do they, they make non alcoholic beer too? Though. Yeah, they make O'Doul's and probably some others. Can, I didn't know. They can Budweiser. spill all that they want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Save the beer. That off that's story? Yeah, there's not much to that one. That's a short one. Never ceases to amaze me. I wonder they, they need they need to spill some pretzels across the road now too. Yeah. That'll be next week probably. Uh, my story goes along with that kinda. It's a new bar in Oregon. It's the sports bar, sports bra. <laughs> they're dyslexic, huh? Needless to say, you'll be doing a great public service. It's a yeah, bra bar. bar, and it's, it's but they the sports bra. That's what I was thinking. It was something to do with dyslexia. But what it is, is Women's it's a sports. sports bar for women. Oh. Yeah. It yeah. opened on Friday. I it, unless you're a man who Tuesday. thinks you're a swimmer. <laughs> Jenny Newman got this idea because she was in a bar once, and she had to watch her women's... Uh, I forget what sport it was, but on a little TV with no sound. So she wanted to have a sports bar. It's hard to remember a bra and bar, which way it's going to go. <laughs> uh, for women to come in and be able to watch yeah. their sports on the big screen. Watch TVs. all you know, swimming and field hockey and gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so they could have. She's even got a, a special drinks that she named for the women's uh, sports. Oh wow! And they're. Uh, let me see. That when, when they did the gymnastics, they had the banana splits. <laughs> splits. <laughs> <laughs> they have the triple axle is one of them. Title X. X. I don't know what that means. A title X X and a triple axle for ice skating, I'm assuming. Yeah, triple axle is like they jump up in the air and they spin around three times or something like that. uh, A triple X is just um, extra. You go to the shady movie house. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what a heathen thing to do. Yeah, that was something. I guess if you get drunk enough, you may end up with a triple X. Yeah. That's all for that, Europe, Keith. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> you know, you know, people always want to go green and you know, protect the environment. Well, this story has to do with a group who was trying to keep the beaches clean. Uh, the headline says braces, sex pills, fake eyeball are among some of the unusual trash found on the beach <laughs> in long branch new jersey my goodness what's come over you uh they picked up a record amount of trash off of new jersey beaches last year with plastic items dominating the hall and bizarre castoffs that include male enhancement pills uh dental braces um, a glow-in-the-dark condom and <laughs> a Turkish hygiene kit. I do not know what that means. Guess you'll have to show him the thing with the stuff, McGee. Yeah, oh, you'd think those pills would, if they're in the water, would dissolve like you said yours did. and not. Well, maybe they're still in the packet. Uh, uh. Uh, but I didn't know Turkish hygiene was any different than anybody else's hygiene, but I guess you know they do have those Turkish baths, so did they did they use that was this a, like a follow-up did they use that robot like i was talking about the robot maybe they should have but no they, <laughs> they didn't say that they did um the clean action coalition environmental group i think i said that right uh, released this report um on the result of the prior year of beach sweeps uh, over 10,000 volunteers picked up over a half a million items. Well, wow. you know, I didn't think they would count them. Do you pick up trash? There's one <laughs> banana peel. Oh, there's two beer tops. Oh, there's three left tennis shoes. Wow, they count them, I guess. Um, along the state's 120 some odd uh, mile of coastline. Um, let's see. Some of it was just head scratching, if not stomach turning. They say a hunk of human hair, a full set of dentures. I didn't know a Terry was there. A thong, <laughs> a used narco underwear, a used narco kit used to re- revive drug overdoses. Uh, several marijuana bags, empty of course. Uh-oh. Now if they're empty, how do you know they're marijuana bags? Hmm? Hmm? Did you empty them? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> there was a bullet casing. Uh, and the fake eyeball were among some of the unusual items. Um, there was also somebody with a parking ticket, a lottery ticket. I guess it didn't win. Uh, a glue <laughs> stick, a mini refrigerator, a <laughs> toilet brush, 
The TV remote control. That, that's where I went to. Hmm. <laughs> uh, an empty <laughs> jar, uh, empty, we hope, of moonshine or something, I guess. A plastic monkey doing the monkey <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> and a set of rosary beads, possibly praying for the souls of, who, of those who left all this behind, it says. <laughs> And someone even found a message in a bottle. Uh, we don't know what it read, but I hope it would say, please don't litter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but it goes on to talk about some of the statistics of uh, of percentages of items found, the statistics, and a lot of stuff like that. So anyhow, I thought that was funny. Uh, some of the crazy things that they found. Suppose my head is round and shiny. Surely you've seen things like this before. Yeah, but they all had handles on Yeah. Go back on you, Terry. Huh? Wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have a story that uh, the world's... world's... Uh, the beast... Is the name of the world's largest, longest wooden roller coaster. Matt, is he crazy or something? The beast. Own record is the headline of my article. The beast in Mason, Ohio, is the the track increased from seven thousand three hundred and fifty nine feet, and it went to seven thousand three hundred and sixty one feet. And it's two extra feet. Woo! <laughs> they lengthen the track. I thought it was going to be. Did, did they give their roller coaster like Viagra or something? Oh or involve it in one of those weird aspects? <laughs> made the track longer. It's a wooden wooden roller coaster. Woo! They added an extra railroad tire too. <laughs> and it, they're going to open in their fiftieth season. You know, and the longest wooden roller coaster. With that, big boy. Yeah, it used to be the screaming ego way back in the day, but th- that one eventually got replaced. Right, that was one. the world's tallest and fastest wooden roller coaster. Yeah, but it got screaming eagles a wooden roller coaster. Yeah, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. but it, it got superseded some time ago. Well, you said it, but now the, the latest thing is the it, it had a plastic, but the tracks wood. Yeah, the trestles, the, the everything is made of wood. Yeah. Because I remember the coal mine one was, but I didn't know the Screaming Eagle was. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. And uh, the ninjas thought it's a real roller roller coaster. And the Batman. But anyway, that's the Six Flags of St. Louis. But But that that one's not what it, that's actually just rails. And the boss of Six Flags of St. Louis is a wooden roller coaster. That thing, my God, I just can't stand to ride it anymore. Yeah, I haven't been in a long time. I don't like going. It's really, really jerky when you're blind. You know, it's ter- it's terrible, but I mean, it's good. It's fun. Well, I, I kind of got a feeling that I w- I won't be able to ride a lot of the rides I used to. Not only am I like twice as large as I was when I was <laughs> right, <laughs> but I, I, some some time ago when we lived up in Michigan. We often would go to the the, the county fair that was there, and they they had that one ride that kind of swings back and forth you know, like, you know sideways like you sit on the big you know pirate ship or whatever and it goes back and forth it's yes. a really easy ride but i was riding that and it's like you know 
my stomach is feeling just a little bit flippy floppy. I'm glad this one. Oh fun. yeah. <laughs> like uh, you know, whenever I was younger, that wouldn't have bothered me at all. That wouldn't have even been a hiccup. It's like, yeah, I think I might be getting older. <laughs> Maybe those fun rides don't be so fun anymore. But I would like to go and see. Yeah, I think amusement amusement parks are more for younger generation instead of us as we get older. Yeah, all of us old geezers, we just go for the shows and sit in the air conditioning and stuff. Yeah, that sounds like fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back this to you, This is all building up to my this is all building up to my last story. So ah, my, my next <laughs> my next story is about something some getting evicted from a house in Florida, an alligator. See, I'm so ashamed of myself. A newly constructed house in Florida. So an alligator is kicking out his people, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it says, Matthew Goodwin, he's the project manager of this uh, building company, and he said that uh, there's a man in the house hanging many blinds to, you know, finish off the final touches of the house and discovered an alligator. And so they had to evict him right on out of the house. Get out. (laughs) They said that they think he got in through the laundry room door when it was open when they were working and uh got in there and hid and then when they left or the wind must have blew the door shut one or the other Hmm. and uh so the alligators trapped in the house for several days and left this mark in every room which i'm not really sure what mark they're talking about (laughs) whether a little alligator land room or we did by the time you get back scratched on some walls or something yeah i'm I'm gonna vote for alligator poop (laughs) <laughs> he did over $2,000 worth of damage this alligator did in this house, probably trying to figure out how to get back out. <laughs> Had a claws way outside. Uh, yeah. yeah. But then they called in two alligator professionals to capture him and get him out. And they took him to a wildlife sanctuary and let him loose. You know, little fat man, I could go for someone like you. I'm hoping that was far away from the subdivision. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Alligator busters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, that's all to that story. He's got himself a new home somewhere else where. Yeah, on the putt putt golf. Far away from houses. He's playing, he's playing putt putt golf out there. So, whenever Donald Trump gets his next hole in one, he'll be right there to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see. Celebrities, monkeys near a, a Florida airport. Gee, that's what an education will do for you. And that's pretty much it. There's uh, apparently a troop of monkeys who live uh, kind of out in the, the boonies near a Florida airport. And uh, they get a lot of attention as uh, the departing jetliners fly overhead. Uh, they get a look of this uh, verbit, vermin, whatever monkey uh, troop uh, in the woods. Um, one of the monkeys is called Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> as known by some of the uh, wildlife people down there. Uh, he's long been the laid back leader 
out of the monkeys who rule this tract of land. Um, but this day he lost when he was challenged by a feisty young youngster named Davy. No, not really. <laughs> uh, by a name Spike. Uh, Mikey fled screaming and was silently uh, ran away or whatever. Anyway, uh, but ba- basically the, the article is, is kind of interesting to read, but it is kind of long. But essentially, this troop has been there for the last uh, thirty or forty years. Uh, something wow. like that. in the forties they, they somebody brought these vermin monkeys, whatever they're called. Uh, and they just started living there in this little uh, treatment. They say in, the, in their natural wild habitat, whenever the young males reach five years old, they leave and they join other uh, troops of neighboring monkeys. And that way they keep from being too inbred. Well, they, there's actually a couple of troops, but whenever the monkeys leave, they don't really have an awful lot of selection. And they're afraid that with the uh, inbreeding that has already been there and will continue that the troop may die out within the next 50 years. Hmm. Uh-oh. Sounds like the planet of the apes to me. Yeah, <laughs> those inbred monkeys. Well, they are in the south or Florida. <laughs> Let's shoot them out of a cannon. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they don't catch them because there's laws that says if you catch invasive species, you have to uh, euthanize them. You know, hmm. Well, now, okay, so and they're, they're not the, pets, so they just let them let them do their thing. These are the monkeys. These must be the monkeys that was in that movie Project X with Matthew Broderick. Could be, could be. So they, they, the monkeys escaped and flew away into to the Florida jungles and stuff. Maybe, but they they don't they're not kind of treated as pets, and they're not they don't want to catch them because the law says that they catch them, they'd have to put them to, to sleep basically, and so they, they just let them live out their life out there. Now they, if they do kind of get injured and they they wander into one of the facilities, they'll they'll treat their wounds and send them back on their way, but they don't purposely go out to intervene. Uh, they're not doing a lot of harm like some invasive species can do. So they're just letting them happily live out their little monkey lives out there. People say but, the uh, monkey year round. But yeah, they get uh, a lot of uh, attention. Like I said, they're considered celebrities by people who take the airport. Some of the, the workers who work at various places on the edges of the forest are told, don't feed the monkeys, but they'll feed them anyway. They, they, they said yeah. they, they actually thrive on people food, although that's not their natural thing to eat. Um, but anyway, it, it's kind of a long story again, but I thought, you know, I thought I would summarize it. So back on <laughs> Terry. Tell us okay. your ultimate story here you're building up to. Okay. So have y'all ever heard of Kanemara Matsui? <laughs> it sounds like a Japanese artillery piece. Let me look into it. Oh. It is actually the festival of the penis. Well, he certainly did wonders for me. Oh. Yes, it is Japanese festival. or Chinese, one of those. It sounds like Jill's heard about it. Tell us yeah, about I this, Jill. Yeah, I that article. The Festival of the Steel Phallus. Oh, man. It begins the first Sunday of April. And the Shehoa Machika 
the say that again, Terry. <laughs> I'm trying to get it to, to do it again. Let me catch the question. Um, they, they, they are sex workers seeking protection. Uh, there are LGBT two couples seeking blessings and praying for fertility and healthy children. They, uh, they have, <laughs> they have phallic imagery, <laughs> works of art. Oh, I didn't know that. Epitreats, hats, puppets, costumes, and parades. So they have penis hats. Of- <laughs> so they could join up with these, these feminists they had a couple of years ago in this country with their vagina hats. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is a long, and then they have, uh, they have a, uh, I can't pronounce that word. Let's see. Sacred penis shaped objects <laughs> on a oh, boat. Okay. On a boat? <laughs> <It's> a boat. <laughs> oh, that's old. Hmm. It's a black island phallus shaped on a boat, boat shaped base. The Elizabeth Makoshi was donated. It's a giant phallus on a wooden base. It's carried by men dressed like women and women dressed men dressed like men. And oh, hmm. kabuki. But it has something to do with fertility, I think. You know, like and, you pray yeah, to your well, obviously. God, you pray to your Chinese phallus. <laughs> and then they have a Moki a Naj celebration where priests are up high and they throw rice cakes out to the audience and if you get one of the rice cakes, then it's supposed to mean you'll be uh, uh, f- uh, fertile. Or that's too much for me. Now I get that question: How long has this festival been going on? Is this like something new, something like centuries old, or what? Or do, does it say? What did you say? I don't remember it saying that in that. Is, is this like a, like a new festival they've only been doing recently, or is it? centuries old the I reason i have a reason for asking <laughs> um it uh the the doesn't say there's it's, a, the, the, whenever i was over in okinawa we went to tokyo japan uh to we were stationed on the side of mount fuji for a couple of months and it would have been right around this time of the year. And I don't remember this at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is something you would remember. <laughs> this is something that I'm sure I would have remembered if I was there. <laughs> and I was in, in Tokyo about this time of the year. Uh, way back. Uh, it's been or, going on since the 16 to 1800s. I must have missed it. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our, our dad was stationed over there in Tokyo, too. I yeah, I wonder. Maybe he it. was over there in time for it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he was over there for a couple of years. I'm sure he was. What happens in the first week of April? Yeah. The actual festival. It's, it's around cherry, cherry Blossom time. I was over there for the Cherry Blossom Festival. I remember that. Huh. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding back on that. You must have been. It must have been on the other part of town. It must have been. <laughs> yeah. It was on the Takedo Road. Takeo Road. To I don't remember. Central. I know I was at a hotel downtown Tokyo, and I know it. 
I know it must have been shortly after Godzilla came through, because on the building across the street, there was a bulldozer on top of the roof. On top and of it? <laughs> on top of the roof of the building across the street. It's a high-rise building. And the only way you can get something like that up there is if Godzilla wouldn't put it up on top of that thing. Well, we picked it up and put it up there, yeah. That's how I know. <laughs> Godzilla had to have been through there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. Picks up a bus and he puts it back down. Well, I don't have any more stories, so you That's got another one, Keith, my or penises. no? That's about oh. it for my, my wooden roller coaster penis and beer stories. <laughs> well, I just, I just have one more. It's uh, I, I can hold off on it until next week. That's a <laughs> there it is, sailor. It's pretty. Piece of eight. We go on a treasure hunt and we come up with one crummy piece of eight. <laughs> Mrs. Bryan said you could take all you wanted. Well, this is all I wanted. Flip it. What for? Well, it's night. I want to go for a walk on the beach. You never want to take me. All right. Heads, I'll take you. Tails, I won't. Tails, I won't. Two out of three, Slate. Oh. Tails again. Sailor. Uh-huh. Three out of five. Isn't that the way we play it? Jill's work. Is that, is that next time? Are you always excited about my words? <laughs> somebody, somebody tell me. What's next? What's next? Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> it's my words because we don't yeah, know this week we're, we're up to the letter k uh, keith yeah. so and it was really hard to find words because in this book that i've been reading getting the words out of there's only four so i really had to search to get more than just four words Kalamazoo, we're start off, kangaroo we're gonna start off with these four. Oh, the first word could be keith that's a really word, weird word <laughs> yeah. who knows what that word means i don't know yeah Everybody shut up. Cacastography is our first word. Cacastography. Cacastography. It's, it's whenever you whenever you, you you put your autograph on somebody's cast. Like, sign my cast. I want your castography. <laughs> it starts with a K, though. Not a C. Oh, man. Yeah. Cacastography. <laughs> Well, caca is French for poop. Oh, well. So, yeah. Well, it's Spanish. Caca. Oh, caca. Must be so so you're, make, you're making art out of poop. Poop art. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I wouldn't agree. want to have that job. <laughs> you, see, you, you, you work with it when it's still wet, Jamie. <laughs> then when it dries up, you know, you're all right. Then. <laughs> I have heard that people do that with animal manure and put in their garden and as it rains it melts and then you have that in your garden but yeah i wouldn't want to do it with people poop so, so any that? ideas terry <laughs> i i agree <laughs> well dang you're both wrong no way government by the worst citizens it's kind of like what we have now isn't it <laughs> Government by the citizens? 
by the worst citizens. Oh, by the worst citizens. Yeah, like the people who were at the uh, the city hall meeting last night. Sounds like well, they yeah. didn't have, they didn't get their way. I don't think. Our next word is conquador. A conquador. It's like a conquistador, only it starts with a K. They're, they're kangaroos who are conquistadors. <laughs> Where are you at, Terry? Are you going to put in your no. two cents? <laughs> in, in, in German, conk <sighs> is head and kronk is sick, so maybe it's a sick head conquistador. Say the word again. How is it? Let me go back to it. <laughs> I was uh, wasn't sleeping. Arranging my notes. Conquador. 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 It's like a, it's like a concubine, but you do it against the door. Oh. <laughs> it, it's like a bullfighter, a matador, but instead he's a conquador because he like conquistador. He just con- he conks the bull with the club instead of stabs him with the sword. Conking with the door. This is an awkward situation. Awkward. Awkward. Doing that doorknob. (laughs) Could be an awkward situation. Put that Vaseline (laughs) on the doorknob. <laughs> Our next word is keck. Keck. I'm assuming K E K, but I don't know. Keck. Well, you can be kicked or you can be kicked. I don't yeah, know. It's a, it's a past the past present of a kick. I kick. <laughs> I have keck. <laughs> keck was he, the name of the asphalt company. He, that he kicked me in the bus. <laughs> so it must be blank top. I don't know. No, 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 no. Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you fight, but people mock you on the This is the sound you make right before you vomit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> so, so does it sound your dog or cat makes me going, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Uh, kill cock, kill croc. <laughs> it's the crocodile hunter. He goes out to is kill it, the crocs. Is it kill cock or kill croc? Kill croc. With an R, R, Terry. I R. think it's got the R. Yeah. Killer croc. Uh, that's whatever my wife tries to cook in the crock pot. It's a killer. <laughs> Oh, now I got some sirens going off. Ah, mine already went off. I haven't heard mine yet, but it's hard to hear mine. Oh, it's going away already. Okay, we're good. Well, yeah. this is kind of funny. This killed croc. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. It says, this is word for word what this guy's telling me in my ear. <laughs> it means a brat who is never... Uh, who is always hungry? Oh, a, a kid like who a, grandkids. <laughs> you got a tapeworm. 
I wouldn't call a kid a brat, but that's what he says here. A brat who is never well, ceases. The, to the, the brats we have right here, what's hungry, is like, I'm hungry. And so you put food in front of them. They, they nibble off a, a little tiny piece of it. They throw it away. Ten minutes later, I'm hungry. Like, you just threw away your lunch. Go pick out the garbage. Right. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. You got to wait till supper now. I'm hungry. Our next word is kickshaw. It's isn't that those those Japanese uh, like taxis that they run in front? Oh, that's rickshaw. That's a rickshaw, right. I think. Well, see, a, a kickshaw is when your rickshaw driver isn't running fast enough and you kick him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> faster. Faster. Faster, faster. <laughs> uh, see, it'd be inhumane to use a bullwhip, so you just do a kickshaw. Now, it, it, sounds, it, it sounds like a daydreaming again. It sounds like a blanket you put on your feet. A blanket for your feet. Kickshaw. Kick, kick shaw. shaw. Kick shaw. Well, that's like a rickshaw, but. Well, that's what Keith just said. <laughs> but you kick it. But dang, you're both wrong like, again. Like some kung fu, you know. This word means a giga or trinket. A giga? A that makes treasure. a lot of sense. The kick shaw's a giga. You'll talk English, right? <laughs> yeah. That means a trinket. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, is this English or an American dictionary you're getting? This is the OED. reading the OED. Oxford English Ox- Dictionary. Yeah. The next the word is clutch. Work on that grammar, you should know it. You guys might get this one. Clutch. Clutch. Yeah. Clutch? Well. Clutch. K-L-U-T-Z. Clutch. That's what I'm oh, assuming. Oh, clutch. The clumsy person. Roger. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, people with broken legs. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> we finally gonna get one right. Now I gotta remember. I can either stop there, or the other words I got are from a baseball dictionary. B- bonus words, huh? Bonus yeah, words, bonus not, words, bonus words. They're not really weird words. They're just uh, Start with the words K that are supposed to be baseball orientated, I guess you would call it. Sure, hit us with they, they have a baseball orientation as opposed to like a gender orientation. Huh? Well, because it's from a baseball yeah. related. Go ahead, hit us with a couple. Let's see what we can do. Okay, let's see. Like I could care less. But these start with K also. See if we can hit it out of the park. Calcimine. Calcimine or calcamine? Calcimine. Calcimine. That's right. You have a cow on the field. Uh, Yeah. You have a, the shortstop is a cow. There we go. Seeing my cow. Oh, no. The the cow is the catcher. The cow catcher. (laughs) That's, that's, on a, that's on a train. Sorry. This is a shutout. 
Oh. Well, you win, totally win the game, huh? Yeah. Whatever points to zero is the cow Right. All right, okay. <laughs> you think so? Okay, this one is just kangaroo ball, which do I know? Say you got an IT, would be two words but this guy has it in this dictionary as one maybe it's, maybe it's hyphenated yeah it, it's a ball that hops i guess because you, you have that especially when you bat a ground or the ball hops like a kangaroo a kangaroo and balls some of them have balls some of them have vaginas. well the ones without the patches do <laughs> <laughs> um uh, hopping ball, sure. Yeah, that's when, when you hit a ground yeah, a ball. pretty much. A kangaroo ball. Has a possessive. It's a contraction. What's a contraction? A lively baseball introduced to the game in 1920 when they said it had as much liveliness as a kangaroo. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always Okay, this next one is Keystone, which isn't the beer Keystone, <laughs> but Keystone. the next word is Keystone. Keystone Cops. Uh, it, and the I name don't know of... why. Huh? It's a part of the field, the Keystone. I'm going to guess home plate if it's part of the field. Pitcher's mad. No X in espresso. Your part of simple thing. This is actually second base. Second base is the keystone. All right. Yeah. Excuse me. I was I, get to get to second base. That's pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that kind of second base, Terry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be a milestone. Not a keystone. That, we're talking baseball, not dates. Not dates. <laughs> Oh, okay. Next word. But I don't want your drum. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comma. This kitchen. Have you ever heard of kitchen in baseball? Well, kitchen. Yeah. Well, that's where kitchen. you buy the hot dog from. The hot dogs in the beer. <laughs> you go to the kitchen. This is kind of weird because I don't know what else you'd call it, but it says. Just keep a mind It's the external area of the batter's chest. Uh, the external area of the, the batter's, batter's chest. chest. It, oh, here it kind of gives a description. It says when the pitcher throws a high and tight fastball, he is said to be coming into the batter's kitchen. I, I guess that means the strike zone, where you maybe you know, the, the the sweet yeah, spot batter, batter, of the batter. strike zone. Yeah. The batter, it's going to go in the kitchen. The batter, it's going in the kitchen. <laughs> Better there than the basement. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> oh, I have the, one the, more. The this is going to be our last word. Okay, what is it? Everybody shut up. <laughs> not whole gang. A not whole gang? Not people, whole gang. People who don't pay to get into the ball game, they look through the not holes to see what's happening. Yeah, but it says this is where when they started giving the free tickets to those kids so they could actually watch the game. Ah. So the, the MCAB is a knot hole gang, Terry. We used to peek through the knot holes and they got tired of people peeking through, so they started giving free tickets. Ah. 
He's but those last few I found in this baseball dictionary. So I thought, yeah. well, and that's all. So now we know. We're going to move on to Terry's top 10. Uh, top 10. Oh, no. And, and nobody <laughs> called in to vote for it. So I know. So now we're just, we, we are oh, at Terry's mercy. I have 10 heinous and hilarious reasons why people got fired from their jobs. Number 10. Cheering under the influence. Cheering under the influence. (laughs) A cheerleader was at Stanford University. The cheerleader was fired for she got caught drinking from a flask, drinking alcohol from a flask. Oh. And, and she was given those raunchy cheers instead of the regular cheers. <laughs> her her blood alcohol level was fifteen. Right, right, right. Kick him in the knee. Right, right, right. Kick him in the other knee. That kind of cheer. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Ow. Biting a Dunkin' Donuts worker. Biting a Dunkin' Donuts worker. Wow. Yeah. They must have been really hungry for their donut. <laughs> uh, actually, it was a a canine unit dog was fired for yeah. escaping from its handler where it bit a Dunkin' Donuts worker um, before they could get control of it. Well, you know, a, a canine that, that is still a cop. So again, the, the, that canine cop really wanted them donuts bad. <laughs> <laughs> Cops and donuts. You know, watch out for that mix. <laughs> he bit the guy. That happened in Coconut Creek, Florida. <laughs> uh. Put the guy four times on the leg before it could be subdued. Wow, four times. Huh? She must have been yeah. one sweet and tasty donut. I'll tell you what. I know. <laughs> Biting and those no, long johns off of her. Number eight. Somebody was fired for singing a Bob Marley song. Oh. <laughs> I don't All like right. Bob Marley. I guess they worked in drug rehab, right? <laughs> <laughs> Singing about Bob Marley about marijuana and stuff. Uh, in Brooklyn, New York, a man was was um, let's see, was he working? It says he was working, or he was fired. Hold on, he was working working in the call center nine one one. He was fired for singing the song. I shot the sheriff. That's a Bob Marley song. Uh, apparently, this. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I mean, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, that would be kind of awkward working uh, on one. I can't the guy's name who actually sings. Same guy who sings cocaine, and I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, me either. God, 
I have a bunch of his music on my <laughs> yeah his names on the tip of my tongue I can't think of it but it's not Bob Marley it's uh it, it'll pop into my head uh, yeah. I used to have one of his albums so I should know it but I don't <laughs> in uh, fact I used to have that album but I don't I don't uh, huh. Brown somebody Brown Zach Brown Jackson Sawyer Brown, Brown. Jackson Zach Brown, Brown. Yeah. Sandra Brown somebody <laughs> call it and tell us quick okay since you asked. Bob Marley and the Whalers, I Shot the Sheriff, was covered by Eric Clapton who had a number one hit, and a huge factor in taking the Jamaican star from his reggae audience to the world. <laughs> I could look it up. But I okay, it. Retrobots, that's about enough of that. I shot the sheriff. Anyway, we'll... Uh... Number seven. Uh, using the cop office copier to make counterfeit currency. You all Ooh, thought I was, yeah. uh, yeah. was going to say the photocopy <laughs> body parts, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying for for counterfe- counterfeiting money. No, I, I when I worked on copiers, we actually had the salesman do that, but, but only to show the to the uh, potential customer on how accurate the copy quality is. I thought copy. it'd be neat to do that and then like put a kid's school picture in there instead of the president yeah. and then give it to them for their birthday or something. <laughs> now, whenever I was in college years and years ago, they, they had the, the school cracked down because somebody did do that because there was a, a copy machine. You'd, you had to pay a nickel for a copy. Somebody put a dollar bill on there, cut it off and put it in the bill changer and they were getting the dollar and coins out for all these fake photocopy dollar bills. <laughs> it works that way. Hmm. At the college I went to well, a long time ago, I, <laughs> they, they cracked down to because the, the vending people were not happy. No, how, long is, how long are the statutes limitation on something like that? I'm sure it's already over. I, I don't know who did it, but I remember. Well, no, I'm talking about. You know, <clears throat> I know somebody who. Uh, that too. Somebody who might have done that, who yeah. might be on this podcast, like right now speaking, not me, <laughs> not Jill. Maybe the person who brought the story. <laughs> yeah, it used to work that way. You could photocopy it, you know, stick it in there. Yep. But they they've improved uh, uh, bill changers that that doesn't work you, anymore. You can you can try copy. it if you want, but it'll, it'll split your paper back. It's out. it's not counterfeiting if you copy one side you know but you can't copy both sides and put it together that's what this guy did he actually printed both sides oh. well they, they have sensors now because there are like you know fine metal threads and they have different earmarks right. pick right. up. and so it, it won't happen by a simple photocopy you have to have the actual bill right but i have i have i have the templates where i bought a print studio once and it did it did have like five 50s or a hundred anyway and uh a dollar or stuff and it had the 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 oval shape was you know just cut out and you could take a picture of your of yourself and put in there you had to crop it shrink it down to the fit mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking make a neat picture frame <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and i've actually money with you in it. right or then, I've you, actually then you brought up the huge proportions like the big uh uh, prize check to give away to the sweepstakes winners. <laughs> oh, she you, you, you make a couple bill. copies and you put it on the ground. Watch to see how many people stop to pick it up. Yeah, oh, they turn it over and it's blank on the other side. <laughs> <It's>, uh, 
Okay. Anyway. April Fools. <laughs> um, number six. Getting a Twix candy bar out of the vending machine got this guy fired. Really? Yeah. The guy put his money in. Warehouse worker put his money in. Candy bar got stuck on the spindle. He put another dollar and still didn't release his candy bar. So he got an 8,000-pound forklift and lifted up the machine and dropped it up and down about six times. Yeah. Yeah. And probably a whole bunch of candy fell off the front of the spiral. <laughs> yeah, I, I had some trouble with that with a vending machine one time. And so I had I had the repairman come out to mount it to the wall. So it, it literally was mounted to a brick wall. And some clown still came up with a forklift and tried to wrench it free. Like, all you got to do is walk across the floor. My office is right there. Just come over and knock on my door. It's like I do. So I, I ended up having to do a lot more repairs to it. So I just quit putting snacks in. It's like, you want to tear it up? No snacks. I'll take the hit in sales. You just walk across to the break room. Don't care. Number five. Moving on. Number five. Stomping on the American flag. Ah. Well, it, it did not happen in the NFL or NFL. <laughs> Or any of the major league sports in in Illinois, and what? And <laughs> teacher in Illinois had did it to um, perturbed by his students, and as a demonstration, took a small American flag off of his desk, put it on the floor, and stomped on it as a protest, as freedom of speech. This must have been before Democrats took over office. That was freedom of stomp. <laughs> the students reported him and he was fired. Wow. For stomping on the flag. Either that or it must have been a school in, in Southern Illinois because Southern Illinois doesn't stand for stuff like that. It's just some Democrats <laughs> upstate would do that. Some, some more hilarious and uh, reasons to get fired. Number four. Stuffing students into the trunk of a car and going on a snack run. No. What? That will get fired? <laughs> a 10-year veteran teacher of, of, uh, decided, decided to take her students, uh, her middle school students on a snack run to Walmart. So they, they don't have like uh, off-campus privileges? They can't leave the campus? She stuffed 11 kids in the car. I, I mean, <laughs> even if they had off-campus off privileges, stuffing kids in the trunk of a car, it kind of screams uh, red flag there. <laughs> it kind of screams funniness. Yeah. It was a Honda Accord. <laughs> hey, they all went at one Accord, like the Bible says. <laughs> About the disciples, they are all one Accord. Now, I, I get it. Maybe she's like, hey, I'll, I'll take all you guys to the store but uh, how they accorded to have much room. So squeeze into my truck. Nobody will ever know. Yeah. Kids tell. <laughs> yes. One student told her grandma and her grandma went, went, found a police report and the teacher fired. 
That's all kind of funny. Probably because she did get her Twinkies. Number three. Number three. Peeing in an elevator. Oh, I don't know most people do that. That'll get you fired. <laughs> yeah. Florida. Hey, this, this bathroom doesn't have a urinal. Uh, <laughs> I flush this thing. Which button do I push to flush? After a strong sense of urine in the elevator, they took cameras in the elevator, and they actually caught a police officer was the one urinating. Oh, really? My <laughs> He his excuse was that he had uh, a a uh, um, an illness or whatever it is where he couldn't control. It. You know, he had to, he, he was incontinent. He had to go. He had to go. You know, and so he was incontinent. Had a small bladder. Had a, a UTI or something. And so he needed to have some depends then. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so does he number two? Is voting an x ray of a failed sexual sex capade. What an x ray, right? Some two nurses in a hospital had photographed an x ray of somebody who had something stuck up their butt. Oh, then they spread it around on social media and huh. so someone had it. Whenever Terry went to the hospital, he had an X-ray, and nurse was like, "Leave this guy on social media." <laughs> Funny story. Um, recently, I went to the emergency room, not for that. not because it has it has something stuff for my butt, leg, so. for my leg, because I cut my leg open somehow at the, at the where I was at, and uh, and I went to the emergency room, and we were just chatting with the nurse, saying, "Yo, there was like the real life emergency of the ER." And she, I said, she said, well, I'd like to watch the other one. Sex sent me to the ER. And she said, they actually had a person just recently that had an apple stuck up in their butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They, they said they fell on it. She's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it fell. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, you know what? It was a snake, that daggum that, that snake. <laughs> <laughs> they took the photos. They posted them on Facebook. They got fired. You know, I, I could. I mean, it would just be rude and raunchy to post it on social media. But if he didn't have the person's name attached to it, that right. would be the I, of it. So but I don't think they, they did. Hmm? I think they kept his name and all that stuff off. It was just a photo. But, but people still found out about it and thought that was just too I crash. missed that picture. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then number one. Letting a Playboy model earn her wings. 
Uh, what does that, that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Bunny, bunnies don't have wings. What are you talking about? <laughs> An Argentine Airlines pilot let a Playboy model into the cockpit and took over the the controls to fly the airplane. Oh, hmm. uh, I, I was thinking that or the Mile High Club or something. <laughs> she was in his cockpit. So maybe it was a Mile High Club. 136 <laughs> passengers on board survived but <laughs> oh yeah hmm. playing with the wrong yeah. joystick or something or, uh, uh, somebody told on them <laughs> and that's all my top 10 list so. yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. Definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> well, it's time for our anchor topic. And as we were mentioned doing last week, it's going to be on Little Vision and referring to uh, this book we have on the back burner. For reference, uh, if blindness strikes, don't strike back. I think it's the name of it. By um, what's it, Margaret Smith? I think. Um, I think so. Yeah. It, it's written. I mean, it's probably twenty or thirty years old, but it still has some excellent advice because most of the things really in rehab for blindness are, are age old. You absolutely do not need high tech stuff. And for low vision is the topic. We've talked about before, uh, good lighting goes a long, long way. And, and she made some points where you might think that sometimes, you know, oh, I can't see, I need a bright light. I've got a 100 watt bulb. She says, actually, sometimes it, it puts out a glare and you actually can do better if you lower that to a 60 watt bulb, you know, a frosted bulb, uh, and you get less glare. And these are good tips for anybody who can see, not just little vision people. Uh, she also recommended like a three-way light bulb where you can go, you know, low, medium, high for different situations. Uh, but besides the lighting, which we've already talked some in the past, she talk, started talking about magnifiers and in particular telescopes. Uh, that it, there's macro and there's micro uh, telescope, and micro telescope means 
you can see far away like binoculars, but macro means uh, it's, it's keyed so that it's, it's for close up work uh, for making things, you know, close up really big. Uh, and that uh, if you have low vision that you can get telescopes that are like, if you need to re- like do a lot of reading, you, you can have one. So it's like focus is preset focus for like 14 inches away you know, do like, you know, three or four or five or six X. So you can just sit there and read it. Uh, you could also get that telescope mounted to eyeglasses. And then it becomes a periscope because the actual opening is usually mounted above your frame or off to the side. And then you just look through this little peephole, basically. And as you're looking in that peephole, then you can be sitting there reading your document 14 inches away. Uh, I, used I have to, a work cam. Yeah, I used to have a periscope that I used for a little while whenever I was in the low vision range. And it would mount to eyeglasses, but it had a long distance so I could see about a block and a half up the road. And it, you could actually adjust the so it would zoom <laughs> in or zoom out a little bit. And uh, eventually I gave it to Terry. You know, Terry passed it on to somebody whenever he didn't have a need for it anymore. Uh, but um, the handy thing is that you can walk hands-free that way. Uh, when you do walk, with a, whether it be a telescope or a periscope, uh, note to self, don't look in it the entire time because it is like looking through binoculars. <laughs> and items in, the, in your view are much further than they appear. Uh, and so if you see a, a crack in the sidewalk and you're like walking, uh, I didn't find a crack yet. I didn't find a crack yet. Well, there's a crack. And it'll catch you by surprise. Or there'll be a, a fire hydrant that's just under your radar. You're going to crack your kneecap on or something. Uh, so you don't want to look at, through it nonstop. You just want to walk like you normally would using your whatever low vision you have to, to find stuff. You just kind of periodically peek into it to see what's happening, or especially if you're going to cross the street, you, know, so you can look both ways. Uh, th- those are some some things that low vision usage could people could uh, uh, acquire to make their their life easier to best use any remaining vision that you still have. And uh, she mentioned too, uh, if you drop something and you have low vision, you know, don't be afraid to turn on a light or, or get a really bright flashlight or a light source to help you find it. Don't try to just feel around in the dark. Uh, if you have some vision, use you know, lighting to make your, your job easier to use. That's not cheating. <laughs> no, it's not cheating at all. <clears throat> use what you got. Yeah. Use what you got for as long as you got it. Uh, but anyway, this is some some really quick tips. Uh, I know we talked about some of those before, but I thought I would kind of rehash that a little bit. So, and I, had that's pair, of glasses, I had a pair of glasses that was actually was a little pair of binoculars. <laughs> you put them on and you could sit there on your couch and adjust each one. Like, you know, you just turn the knob, tell you it's clear. This mm-hmm. eye, I, you know, is this better? Is that better? This better? That better? I, and you can, you couldn't really, didn't really want to walk around with those on either, but you know. Right. I, I mean, <laughs> if you've ever used binoculars and you hold them up and you think, I'm going to, 
I'm going to walk around with these on. You, you'll find out it doesn't last very long. You'll be kicking things and stumbling on things because stuff. you just can't see what's up close if you're focused on far away. Uh, it, it's just not good to do that. I know against it goes against all conventional movie wisdom for the military to have night vision goggles and you see the people running through the jungle with the NVGs on, just dodging everything. It don't happen that way because NVGs also magnifying, and what you're seeing is it's like looking through binoculars. Whenever you're going to actually move, you you take them off and you move out. That that's why they only they only. Uh, do NVG in one eye, so you have the other eye up for night vision. Come here. Close your eyes and keys, Peppy. How else do you think I can do it? Anyway, uh, enough about that. We do have an email to read. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? If you're ready to move on. Sure, right, read it, read it. Now, I have to say I've read this email. And uh, if this was me writing it, I don't think I, I, I don't think I would survive very far into it before uh, <laughs> my wife would have something to say about it. But I'm going to read it as it's written here. It says, "Hi there, Jill and those other guys." Oh, <laughs> uh, Jill, I think you might be able to relate to my story. It involves my sometimes annoying husband. Did my wife write this? (laughs) Well, you tell me. I was making breakfast of fried eggs one morning for my husband. Suddenly, he bursts into the kitchen. Careful, he says. Careful, put in some more butter. Oh, my gosh, you're cooking too many eggs at once. I would have been killed right about there. (laughs) But it goes on. You, you have too many. Turn them. Turn them now. You need more butter. Oh, my gosh. Where are we going to get more butter? They're going to stick. I just stood there, giving him a look. And he continued. Crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> careful. Careful. I said, be careful. You never listen to me when you're cooking. Never. Turn them. Hurry up. Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? Well, I could tell someone had lost theirs, but for the moment, I let him go on. (laughs) Don't forget to salt them. You know you always forget to salt them. Use the salt. Use the salt. The salt. I stood there holding my spatula. I'd had enough of this crazy talk. I finally had a moment to get a word in, and I asked, what in the world is wrong with you? Do you think I don't know how to fry a couple of eggs? My brilliant husband calmly replied, I just wanted to show you what it feels like when I'm driving. (laughs) I just stood there shaking my head, debating whether to let him live or just hurt him a little bit. Smack him a couple times with that spatula. He, He keeps forgetting I know where he lives, and I'm the one who cooks his food. From Zelda McTibbeth uh, from Zap, North Dakota. Wow. Yeah, I would not have survived past that first line if I tried to I do that. I think my wife wrote that. 
except I don't drive no more. Yeah. Uh, that's our, our email of the week. And each time there was singing and rejoicing and the ringing of bells and hallelujah in our hearts. So it's time for a final <laughs> thought or three or two. <laughs> Who not- wants to go first? Terry. Okay. How to make a baby spaceship quiet. Rocket. Oh, that's a good <laughs> a idea. Spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Whoever decided to put the author's thought at the beginning of the book, they had great thinking. Huh? Forward thinking. Sorry, forward oh, thinking. Okay, great forward thinking. <laughs> Okay, I guess I can go for that punny joke. Uh, Parenting tip. If you want to have fun with your kids, tell them the teacher called and then ask, is there something you need to tell me? (laughs) See if they tell on themselves. (laughs) Sneaky parrot. Did you know what the hat said to the scarf? You can hang around. I'm going to go on ahead. Yeah, hang around. I go on ahead. <laughs> it describes what they do. Explain it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Whoever decided to put jackets on books, they had it covered. Yeah. (laughs) I was just about to take some phenomenal steaks off the grill when my neighbor ran outside screaming to get out of his yard. Now what am I going to do for dinner? Did you hear about the, the hungry clock? It went back for seconds. <laughs> um. uh, putting pages together was just bound to happen. Yeah, this one kind of relates to our story we just our email we just read. I married my wife for her looks. Just not for the looks you've been giving me lately. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear about the electronic store downtown giving away dead batteries? There's no charge. (laughs) Battery is free of charge. Did you hear about the police department that had all their toilets stolen? They have nothing to go on. (laughs) That explains the elevator. (laughs) 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 
Well, since you twist my arm, I do have one here. So that's my last one. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I saw the lady Jander smoking weed. She glared at me. I don't think I like high maintenance women. <laughs> this one goes out to the guy who invented zero. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> oh my. Well, I'm all out of thought. Yeah, my thoughts have closed shop. <laughs> We are so close-minded. It's about time we close this show. <laughs> anyway, this is the part of the show where we'd like to sign off and tell everybody thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend about us. If you uh, want to leave a rating and review at the uh, directory where you found it at, us at. Uh, send us your own funny story about weird things that husbands do to their wives or, or whatever. Uh, send us your classic family story. We'd love to read it on the show. Stop by thatsoundsfunny.com. Click on the contact link and like that. Well, anyway, this is Keith signing off. So thanks for listening and see you next week. Yeah. The clouds, the clouds communicate. They sky. Hi. Uh, zoom, zoom, zoom. I thought you were going to say sky writing. Sky. Hmm. Well, they don't zoom then, do they? They don't communicate <laughs> very well. Maybe that's how roller coasters communicate. They zoom past each other. There is something funny going on. That sounds funny. T-S-F at thatsoundsfunny.com.